set. Places, everybody. And action. guys you're listening to black girl film club a podcast where two black women discuss movies i'm Brittany, and i'm ashley and on this week's episode we're discussing soul food from 1997 directed by george tilman so ashley do you want to go out, like share with our listeners how we landed upon this pick um i don't really remember whose pick this was i think we were kind of just like Hey, let's figure out something family-oriented for Thanksgiving, since uh, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be, I mean, Thanksgiving's like right around the corner. So we thought that this would be like a good, I guess, representation of the of the season. Yeah, I don't know if we had like any like major like thought <laughs> behind it. I think this is like one of the more well-known like black family movies that is... um it's about family, but it's also not too, too corny because <laughs> I think and it's not too tied to like religion or any sort of like moral message necessarily. I think it's like a good like everybody can kind of watch it. And we even I even showed Brittany like this uh, <laughs> this review on Netflix where this guy was like, just replace the the collard greens with what are <laughs> with, with corn. With, with corn. Wait. wait. Corn beef, Corn beef hash. <laughs> and you'd have my family. And I was like, okay, Ireland. <laughs> 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 oh, ridiculous. So yeah, so it's kind of like a um it's a it's a very broad movie. I feel like it can appeal to a lot of people. And we like this movie. I mean, I've only seen this movie one time before we um before I watched it yesterday. I think you've seen it more times or no? I feel like I've seen it maybe once or twice before then, like before mm-hmm. we had to watch it for the episode. I mm-hmm. feel like this was a movie that I snuck and watched in like middle school. I feel like this and, is one of those movies. Wait, no, like elementary school because oh, if it no. came out in 97, I wasn't oh, no. in middle school yet. <laughs> so oh, I was like, ooh, like I saw like Nia Long. I was like, I love her. She's so pretty. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to watch this movie. And then I was like, oh, no, I probably shouldn't have been watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way my mom would have like me let me watch this movie when I was a kid because like I forget like the sex scene in this movie and like there's some other stuff that happens. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then the messed up part is so like. I rented this DVD because usually this is on Stars. Stars did not come through for us this year. I don't know why, but this movie is Watch usually up next week. I know, right? Like after I <laughs> sat there, got the DVD from Netflix, but like my DVD literally started freaking out around the the um the like the sex scene part and i was like y'all are so trashed so then i had to like <laughs> fast forward it a chapter and then like rewind it because i was like i don't i forgot what happened in that part before the sex scene and so i rewound it until like the whole time i was rewinding and i was writing, watching this with my mom's so, like the whole time it's like the sex scene and i was like can, i was like can this not go any faster <laughs> like jesus because like you can tell when somebody would like watch a certain scene too many times because the dvd started tripping 
Because it was like oh, that scene right. and like another scene like later on. I was like, dang, how many times did y'all watch this? <laughs> <laughs> so I was pissed. But yeah, my mom would have never let me watch this when I was younger, which is why I never saw it until like like maybe a year ago or so. <laughs> very, very late in life, as usual. <laughs> so I... I want to start off by saying that I love how messy this movie is. Like, it's very messy. The messiness is was like parts of it I remember from watching it when I was younger. But mm. I, like, of course, well, we'll get to that part that's toward the end. But um, <laughs> just like you remember those like key parts, but I didn't mm. realize like the whole movie started messy. Um. Yeah, the wedding started- and all that. I forgot about that part too, and I was like, "Good grief, we just starting off on the wrong foot." <laughs> so, Ashley, what is the movie really like about? Besides uh, diabetes. So- oh my god! <laughs> I hate you. Diabetes ain't funny, y'all. Y'all don't need the sugar. It's it's not. It's it's not. Okay. So this movie is about um, a family from Chicago. Um, They're the Josephs. They uh, are made up of, I would say basically this is like the three sisters and then their like extended families or their own families and how they come together every Sundays um, for Sunday dinner. And basically it's like the, like a small like section of their lives to this point. And you kind of see some of their um, more family drama, sort of like unresolved issues between uh, the three sisters. Uh, And this is all told from the perspective of Ahmad, who is Maxine's son. There's a lot of like interconnecting family relationships. So Ahmad is Vivica A. Fox's (laughs) son in this movie. (laughs) I had to keep track because I was like, I'm not going to get the character names all the time. Um, but he, Amon is like the 11 year old like narrator. So he is he, our window into this family pretty much. Although he knows so much. <laughs> like, yeah, he be a grown folk business too much. Like he know way, like way too much about grown folk business. Yeah. Although we do sometimes like we kind of like. People, I know people will kind of like assume that kids are too young to like catch things. Like kids, like will realize things <laughs> way early. Like if you think your kid does not realize how messy y'all's family is, I, I'm I'm here to tell you that they probably do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably they probably were up on game way before you realize. So like, <laughs> but Ahmad basically is our window into this family. Um, he's really in. He's really. I guess he's, like, our point of view as we're, like, watching this. Although, some parts I'm like, why do they even have him narrating? I didn't really think it was always necessary. Um, like, that one key scene? Like, why Why are you talk? Like, why are you talking around this young man? I don't or, like, know. like, even in the beginning at the wedding, like... I was like, why, why? aren't you at the kids' table? <laughs> Yeah, like, why are you narrating the wedding in this way? Yeah. (laughs) Although I'm wondering if it's supposed to be like, um, like he's narrating it from an older point of view. But then that, no, that wouldn't make sense either. 
I don't know what they were trying to do. Older, like voice actor. It would be an older voice actor, and it'd be a little bit more like in depth into into why things are the way they are between some of the family members because it's i mean it's like an 11 year old point of view so it's going to be kind of like surface level at some points um and very quick fixes and quick solutions to problems that do not have quick solutions to them um but i guess we should like go over like the character because there's like a lot of since there's a family it's a lot of like uh interconnecting relationships so at the top, you got Big Mama, who is like the the matriarch of the family. She always has people over her house every Sunday um, for Sunday dinner. This is a tradition that they've had for like 40 years. And so I think it started like they said like it started when they lived like down in Mississippi at first, which makes sense. And then. But like, Ashley, did you feel like, I don't know, for some reason, even though Irma P. Hall wasn't that old i felt like mm-hmm. she was too old to be their mama i don't know why i don't know they all had some baby like, faces back then like i think vanessa williams is the only one who looks like her age but like even vivica a fox looked like she had like a baby face and then nia long definitely always <laughs> like she's like mm-hmm. 20 <laughs> so maybe i don't know she kind of just look like everybody's grandma on tbh like <laughs> yeah like i thought like when i was younger i thought like big mama was Ahmad's great grandmother mm. i mean it, that it, that would make more sense in my brain yeah i guess Not it's just, like, ageist but yeah, I can see what you're saying. I think, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would just depend on, like, the, the age difference between some of the sisters. Since it seems more like, um, like, Vanessa Williams' character seemed older, like, way older than, like, than, um, than Vivica and but- Nia's characters. I don't know yeah. what that was about. Maybe because she was like so uptight. But like, I think that was part of it too. So maybe Terry that was is it. a lawyer. If you guys don't know, Terry mm-hmm. is a lawyer. And she tells you every single time. <laughs> and she's rich and she sacrificed a lot to go to law school to get mm-hmm. her degree to become, yeah. to become a lawyer. Yeah, there's Terry, which is Vanessa Williams. There is Maxine, um, who is Vivica A. Fox. She's, I guess, it's just like a, um, like a stay-at-home mom. I don't think she has like yes. a job or anything. She's, um, they have. She has two kids. At the beginning of the movie, she's pregnant with her third. Um, and then there's Bird, aka uh, Robin, <laughs> which they just call her Bird in the movie. Um, and that's played by Nia Long, and she's the baby of the family. She just opened like a beauty shop. Um, and she gets married to Mackay Pfeiffer, who's Lim, who is an ex-convict. <laughs> that starts some of the drama at the beginning. <laughs> and there's, like, issues between, mainly the issues between, like, Terry and Maxine come to a head. Bird's all over there, like, I'm just trying to, like, have my newlywed life. I'm trying to open my salon, not trying to do too much. But, like, Terry and Maxine are the ones that kind of clash the most um, in the movie. And mostly because, like, Terry is definitely, like, 
oh, I sacrifice so much. I make all the money. I pay. But I felt bad for her, too, because she was like, I pay all the bills. And that would piss me off if you sat up there and was like, hey, can you just pay for everything? I'm like, damn. But also, she <laughs> she tells people all the time that she makes all the money and she pays all the bills. So I'm like, well, don't. So I tell people and they might not be hitting you up every five seconds. <laughs> you know how people like to be like, oh, can you slip us like the family discount? I'm like, no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like damn i'm trying to support me and my family too <laughs> but i think maxine is the only one who has kids terry and her husband don't have kids bird and limb just got married they don't have kids yet so um i think maxine is the one that's seen as more of like the almost like the mini matriarch at times because she's got like this family mm-hmm. life and she's got you know her two kids and she's very instrumental in um keeping up with the the sunday dinner tradition and like you know there's a lot of there's again more drama with that so there's just like drama at every corner <laughs> of this, every single corner of this movie um but this is also like i think this is a really cool movie for one thing for i guess one big reason is this movie came out like in the late 90s where like I didn't realize how good we had it in the late 90s with how many black (laughs) movies were made. And like, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, there's too many movies about this certain black experience. There's too many movies about that black experience. But like when you really like look at like the breadth of like between like basically like maybe like the I would say like the mid 90s to or maybe no, like the whole of the 90s and maybe like a little bit of the early 2000s. Like, we had a lot of movies mm-hmm. come out, like, that were just, like, yes. basically by black directors. Well, was this black director? Wait, hold on. Was this a black yes. director? Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be wrong here. But, like, yeah, it was, like, black stories being told. And, like, not all of them were, you know, Boys in the Hood or whatever. And this is, like, one of those movies. But there's also a lot of these people in this movie apparently were, like, in, like, Waiting to Excel. And I think, like, In the Wood, too. Like, a lot of these movies have like similar uh actors that kind of are moving between i feel like we had like a little pool (laughs) of actors neil long was in a lot of these movies that's what i was just thinking about like we don't have those type of movies now like we do have black movies um, but a lot of them are tyler perry movies and a lot of them are tyler perry movies a lot I accidentally, I did not know that Tiffany Haddish movie that came out <laughs> was a Tyler Perry movie. Because, yeah, because me and Davlin went um, to see it. She had like screen. She's, Davlin is the plug, okay? Davlin's been having all these screening tickets. We've been going to see movies early and for free, and it's been great. And I think we saw like three movies last week. Like we were out there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but one of them was the, the Tiffany Haddish movie. One of, like, the three or four or five she's got coming out, like, in the last, like, two months or something. And I did not realize I was sitting up there and I was like, man, if this is a Tyler Perry movie, this light-skinned dude's going to win and dark-skinned dude's going to lose. And you know what happened? You know exactly what happened? Nope. That's exactly what happened. Nope. Sorry, that's a spoiler. But that's exactly what the fuck happened. And then I found out when I got home and I was like, this is a Tyler Perry movie. Damn. I- like, he keep people working, like he, he keep does. people with a check. He does, but the content of the movies is not always not there. They're not good. It's, I don't. 
It's not good. I don't know. I feel like they're they're like it's. I feel like a lot of the movies that come out that are by black directors or have black stories or something. There's like so much weight put on them. Like we don't have a lot of like easygoing sort of like just like let's all go to the movies kind of thing. It's always like this is a groundbreaking production, and it's like oh my god, there's so much. <laughs> like sometimes I feel I feel bad because I'm like, damn, I'm sure people just want to like go to the movies and enjoy the movie without it being like a whole. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a whole, like, this is a, like a life-changing, not a life-changing thing, but it's like, sometimes I feel like, like there's like a life or death <laughs> aspect to going to see some of these movies. I'm like, dude. Like Black Panther? Black Panther, for sure. That was like a life or death thing. And I know it's like a big groundbreaking thing. Like, don't get me wrong. But I also just wish there was more like casually made movies that were still good. <laughs> Like, there's a good thing. There's, there's a balance that needs to be struck there. And I wish that some people could get the chance to, like, just make those kind of fun comedies or, like, romantic comedies or something without it being, like, a whole, like, momentous occasion. <laughs> 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 I just want, I just keep it cash. <laughs> keep it <a> casual. <laughs> but yeah, if, like, if, 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 if Tyler or Shonda could just like release the reins, well, Shonda doesn't make movies, but like <laughs> she made a movie and it was Crossroads, and she realized what her lane oh, was. Yeah, she wrote that movie, didn't she? Yes. Ooh, I forgot that. That is that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it, but I saw the trailers, and I was like, even at my young age, I was like, nah. That's not for me. Exactly. I was, I was a Britney stan, and I have yet to see Crossroads. Like, <laughs> I, I knew in my heart of hearts that I just knew. Like, I knew. <laughs> I knew like she knew. We knew. <laughs> we both knew. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, but another thing I want to mention is, is the fact that this came out, too, when, like, movie soundtracks were popping. Like, oh, I forgot oh my God, Ashley. about the soundtrack to this movie. And I remember that my mom actually had this soundtrack. Because I would see it's it in the so house all the time. It is. There's, like, total. Like, there's, oh. who else is on here? Like, uh, Outkast, Boys I think. Boys Man. There's, yes. uh, who else? I'm looking at the thing Usher now. and Monica's cover, a slow jam. Like, uh-huh. I love I love that song. There's like in Vogue. There's Drew Hill. Like a lot of people were on this. This is like when like movie soundtracks were a big deal, like a huge deal. Like this soundtrack sold like two million copies. And I know this is back in the time when streaming wasn't a thing or whatever. But like that's still like that's like kind of like a big. That's a lot. I feel like it's a big deal because even when the songs are playing, I was like, oh, I'm so good. Like, What About Us by Total? <laughs> I fucking love that song. Yes! And you cannot hear the original version on Spotify, and it kills me. You can't hear any of oh, these. Oh, you like, can't? No, they don't have <gasps> the soundtrack on Spotify. Like, they have the songs, I feel, because I think, like, a song from Mom is definitely on there. But, and, like, of course, like, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire is, like, of course, you're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to block that. Yeah, but, like, especially with, like, Trolls. I've seen Trolls uh, 12 th- times, guys, because of my niece. Oh, like so, the movie trolls? I thought you meant like internet yes. trolls. I was like, what are they doing now? <laughs> oh, like no trolls. That like September is a like important song <laughs> in trolls. <laughs> 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 
and I just know because I've seen it so many times. Shout oh out God. to my niece, who's an adorable sweetheart. <laughs> Who loves the movie Trolls. But... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, let me get my... Because Trolls was a lot, but... Like this, like when I was watching the movie, I made a note about like how good the soundtrack was because mm-hmm. it was, I I tweeted about it earlier this year, like back in the 90s, like soundtrack, like you said earlier, soundtracks were a thing and they mm-hmm. were probably better than like some people's whole album, like the Waiting to Excel soundtrack. <laughs> oh my God. Like that is probably one of my top soundtracks ever it's so good all Mm -hmm. the songs on there are bangers and all of them had like videos and i love when videos used to feature clips from a movie i don't know why but that was always my favorite thing i remember had um what soundtrack was that i remember that janet jackson song from nutty professor i like bought that single (laughs) i love that song so much i had like this it was just the same fucking song like five times I'm like of course, like a dance mix or whatever. <laughs> with like the club <laughs> remix of yes, of course that I bought that album and I do not know if I still have it. I'm pretty sure I do, like in storage or something. But like, yeah, soundtracks are like a big deal, which is kind of crazy. And I I know there's like soundtracks that come out now that are good, but you, like you have to you have to like actually be interested and like be kind of listening mm-hmm. for the music. Like there's not like a huge like promotion behind them and that kind of thing and. Of course, the budgets of certain things in the music industry have shrunk to like barely anything. So that might be like a big reason why. But yeah, this I remember seeing this like in the house, like Soul Food soundtrack in the house. And I always thought it was crazy because I never knew. Okay, this is just dumb. You gotta laugh. I never knew that was Vanessa Williams on the cover. I don't know why, but for some reason, on the the cover of the movie. It's the week. Is it the wig? It just does not look like her. It's the wig. It looks like her on the movie. It's the wig. That wig was a lot. Wigs wigs have have come so far. (laughs) Yeah. I like advances in wig technology. I just like (laughs) thank you to YouTube, all of the pioneers of the good wig laying. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody has to be out here with a helmet on their head unless they really want to. <laughs> like, I've seen it, but it's a rare. She really did kind of have a church wig, <laughs> like an old lady church wig. It's like an auntie wig. <laughs> I mean, technically, she was an auntie. auntie she was Terry. an auntie, but she wasn't that dang old. She wasn't that damn old to be an auntie. Like you know what I mean? Like this is like an age. I feel like there's an age range, maybe. That would necess- like necessitate that kind of wig <laughs> in this day and age, at least. So, Not that you have to have like a, a like a slime green lace front or whatever, but like you know what I mean. Me like that I wig see. is like a different age range. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the sophisticated so, black hair of like ninety seven wig. <laughs> that is a good wig. He's a lot of magazine. <laughs> um, so the movie begins. Ahmad wants us to begin with Aunt Bird's wedding. Um, so in the opening scenes, all you see a lot of like scenes with like people eating big old plates of soul food, and I feel like that's foreshadowing for diabetes to come. 
It's like everything on that plate looked good, but also kind of got the feeling that Big Mama's cooking might have been the kind of cooking that's only good to her. Like her family, since they are raised on it, mm-hmm. is just good to them. Like you go to eat the macaroni and you find out it got sugar in it, but oh they love it because it was raised on sugar macaroni. Oh, people really <laughs> put sugar in macaroni. Do you people put sugar in spaghetti, actually. Do people put sugar in grits? Yeah, you know that shit. Yeah. That's an Oklahoma they thing, do. apparently. That's <laughs> that has bothered me to this day. My friends used that, to put that, that makes sugar. sense, girl. Like. That I don't even sense. understand why we put sugar in spaghetti when the tomato sauce is not sugar-free. Tomato sauce has sugar in it. All that I shit mean, has sugar in it. Hey, I've don't seen put sugar someone in like pour uh, like half a bag of sugar into some p- tomato sauce and I was like, you know what? <laughs> um, I'm going to eat at the house. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No, God. Oh, my God. Please, y'all, um, take care of yourselves. <laughs> so, sugar so, <laughs> so Ahmad is telling us the story of Aunt Robin and Lim. So, apparently, Lim just got out of jail. and He's at the wedding, drinking liquor out the bottle, dancing with Bird. And we learn that Aunt Bird is the youngest. And this is, like, one of the outrageous scenes um, no. at the wedding. <laughs> um, we find out through a mod again in grown folks business that <laughs> both of them have passed. Um, uh, Robin Bird's ex boyfriend is his name Samuel. He Samuel. he light skin, and not- Samuel is light skin and therefore evil. <laughs> and he is <laughs> flirting and hitting. I can say that Ashley, like I am half light skin. I have light skinned people in my family. So I can say light skinned are evil. Oh my God. Listen. I'm half light skinned, okay? I can't okay. claim any light skin adjacency necessarily. But okay. <laughs> he is a piece of shit. I'm half light skinned. I don't <laughs> and he's like flirting with her. Like you you're at her wedding. Why are you flirting with her? He's at the I, wedding reception like, where just... everybody's dancing. Like, like, why would you do that? You just came straight in the party and just started cutting up. Like, and everybody could see you. Everybody can see you. Like, you don't care. Her husband's right there. Like, if he was paying any attention, he would have beat his ass. <laughs> like, I don't understand <laughs> why he thought that was okay other than him just being <laughs> light-skinned. <laughs> light skin shenanigans i guess yes yes those are light skin shenanigans (laughs) you can tell like he keep licking his lips he got on his suit he posing just standing there like he cute see oh god Mm -hmm. oh god um but lim doesn't care because while like Samuel is hitting on his wife, he's over there dancing with one of his ex girlfriends. Was that supposed to be his ex girlfriend? I did not realize that. Yes. Okay, that's even that's worse. That's what Amaka told us. That's even worse. <laughs> I thought she was just like a you know a distant cousin or what? not a distant cousin because they didn't know her. But like that, you know how people just be at that 
just be showing up at weddings and shit. <laughs> like, who is that? Do we know them? Or, or I guess they're like a family friend or whatever. That's a hot mess. She was like, you know what those dress, you know what? That was like the kind of fabric they used to sell at like Rainbow and like <laughs> <laughs> that kind of like weird. It is the ancestor graphic. of some Fashion Nova outfits. That wasn't a Fashion Nova outfit. It was the shortest dress. Not like it wasn't pretty. It was just like, you know, that's not functional, right? Bruh. Not outside like, the club. When she, like moved up, like Bruh. the dress would ride up. Like her cheek was almost, <laughs> <laughs> she, was almost out. she was like straight up twerking on him. I was like at the wedding. In front of Bit Mama. On the, on the groom. The I don't know anybody who dances up on the groom. The only people I know who dance with the groom are the the mother. Is that a is it the mother of the um, bride? Is that uh, like a, sure. I don't remember. I you know I, I you know, weddings are not fun. So <laughs> I can't really be fancy. <laughs> but like you know, it's like the bride and the groom. I don't know. <laughs> like what is the matter with you? Like why are you why are you embarrassing yourself in front of the family so early? So Bird doesn't see the dance fiasco because she's still upset about Samuel and she runs out but Terry and Maxine sees it and they are upset at Lim because he's like he embarrassing the family like he just got married and he dancing with some quote unquote hoochie mama hoochie and coochie I mama heard that. Oh, yo hoochie. I haven't heard that in too I long I heard that I was like, ah, in 2018, she'd just oh, be a hoe. Or a thought. <laughs> if this movie came out in 2018, she'd be a thought. <laughs> she would be. Um, so they go out to get Bird and tell, to tell Bird to come check her man. Mm-hmm. And she's in the bathroom upset. And they're like, oh, this is supposed to be my wedding day. And I'm supposed to be happy, but I'm not. And they was like, go get your man. Like, they keep telling her, go get your man. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Big Mama out there, she sees what's up. And she tells Ahmad to go get her aunt. Um, And so he goes to get Bird and come back like the sisters kind of like reconvene get themselves together and they go out with a plan to quote unquote beat that hoe down and i was like but, yes beat that hoe down but why was a mod why did a mod come up there saying big mama told you get your black ass out here <laughs> that's like Boy, nobody get... said that <laughs> big mama did not say that <laughs> like come on <laughs> When you get like permission from your mama to say one cuss word and then you start Oh, and then cussing. you just take it too far. Usually when they're like, take, yeah, take, like that. take this report card back to the school and tell them I said. <laughs> That's the one time. That's the one time <laughs> that you get permission. Oh, it's like that lady is not talking about get your black ass out here. Fucking <laughs> like, kids, man. I swear. Um, and so they go out and they see the hoochie coochie mama that Lim is dancing with. Turns out it's Big Mama. Big Mama just spun the situation into a positive, and now everybody is having fun at that wedding. Yeah, there's like a little <laughs> circle around, and I was like, "Oh Lord, please!" Don't. I forgot that this is what happened. I was like, "Oh God, she don't move to lap dances, Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, and Lynn's just stupid enough to just like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm, a, I'm married. Come twerk on me. My not wife. <laughs> Come twerk on me in front of her family. <laughs> Dummy. And friends. And coworkers. Family, friends, Everybody. coworkers. Employees. Like, ciao. <laughs> so then we come to like the next like the first big family dinner mm-hmm. and i actually really love the like the non-messy dinner scenes which all of them were messy to some degree but yeah. i really liked watching um everyone prepare the food mm. and like cook and everybody oh had like their specialty so like Except terry the only thing she could cook is cornbread but the cornbread did look good. The cornbread did look good. It did. I'll give it that. <laughs> and Max, like, she would do, like, the bulk of the cooking. Max was the it only seems one. Like her... <laughs> she was the only one. Her and Big Mama. I feel like her and Big Mama had, like, like, were here with the cooking. Yeah, they like, were the ones that, like, I'm sure Max was, like, the one that was, like, staying in the kitchen when she was younger. And Terry was probably, like, off doing whatever or, you know. Lauren. studying yeah. to get her law degree yeah so she could t- yeah so and then bird was kind of like the baby and she's like i don't know how to do nothing but it's usually how it goes because like my mom that's actually how it is in my family because i don't remember my aunt really being a cook necessarily like my oldest aunt like i know she did but like i don't i think she she was a macaroni and cheese person and i remember trying to get her recipe from oh. her and she had like five different cheeses in that bitch. <laughs> I was like, you got slowed down <laughs> because the recipe, I don't understand. And then, and then my mom does like a lot of the cooking, you know, she hates cooking now. And then my aunt, uh, my youngest aunt doesn't, doesn't do, <laughs> she's not, she's not here with the cooking <laughs> at all. That's me. I see it. I'd be like, oh, what's up? Yeah, okay, I'll go heat up the the rolls in the oven. They already cooked, right? <laughs> you know, we That's all me. have our part, okay? We all have our part. <laughs> but, like, like, I think Bird tries to put... Well, she was trying to, like, season the greens, and she almost dumped, like... <laughs> like yes. Like, like, a whole handful of Lowry's in that bitch house. <laughs> me and Big Mom were uh, like, oh, right. girl. <laughs> <laughs> you just need four pinches. Just put some pinches. I was like, not the greens, Bird. That- <laughs> you can't like there's certain dishes that you cannot mess up you cannot i feel like macaroni greens. like macaroni and greens are like top tier like yeah, pr- if you don't. make bad macaroni bruh it's Ugh. over like you are being everything. roasted for the rest of your life it spoils everything like i always take the macaroni and cheese because i'm very particular about macaroni and cheese i am only like an elbow macaroni and cheese person don't put no other kind of pasta i shred the cheese like i'm very about it but like <laughs> people in my family are like oh you can just do no we can't do that but like one thing i will not do like i still have not learned my mom was like oh well, you're gonna have to figure it out on your own because she don't want to teach me is the greens i'm too scared dude <laughs> Bruh, I can hook up some um vegan greens. What are vegan greens? And make them take. Uh, so I y'all, I'm a fake vegetarian. I don't eat meat. So you got to do what you can, cause like I'm not gonna stop being colored. I'm not gonna stop <laughs> eating greens. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I have to like work it out. Oh my god! And I've learned. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. But oh God, okay, my okay. point remains. I am not gonna stop being colored. So that's right. I gotta make it work. That's and right. The, the secret is smoked paprika. Put a little of that in there. It almost smelled like a smoked turkey neck or a mm-hmm. ham hock if you into that. Mm-hmm. Not quite the same, but it gives you that flavor that you miss. Yeah. We're, so, we're definitely a ham hock family over here. <laughs> we're definitely a ham hock family over here. I do not want to be flamed over the greens because, like, my mom has made bad greens once. And I don't know what she did differently. And I, nev- I did not take my foot off her neck for the whole day. I was like, those greens, though. What were those? (laughs) (laughs) Because we have, like, a small family. Like, it's only, like, the three of us, whoever, in Dallas. So, like, when we are here, like, I'm very much, like, the person who's, like, no, we have to eat. And my grandma's like that, too. But my grandma were always, like, grandma... You don't have to do anything in the kitchen. You just chill out and, like, we'll take care of it. But then it's, like, me and my mom being, like... Mom's like, well, do we have to have macaroni? Like, and I'm over there, like, of course we have to have macaroni. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But then I, she still got me on the greens, though. So I just, I'll have to depend on her for the rest of my life because I don't know how to make them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared to. You better learn some recipes. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like practice on my own because, like, I don't want to be out here. <laughs> I'm not gonna like serve them to people until I know they're good. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Because I'm not going to be that person. You will not talk about me <laughs> 20 years down the line. <laughs> Remember how Ashley fucked up the greens? No, you don't. Because I never did it. <laughs> so, okay. So, oh my God. During this scene, um, like, one thing that I thought was hilarious was that Big Mama told Terry to mind her man because she's on her second husband. Ooh, and I was just like, damn, Big Mama. Flaming Like, her. you see it too? Flaming Like, her. You, you see it. And this is like, um, Ahmad is in the kitchen too. Mm-hmm. And what I like is Big Mama is not only teaching her children how to cook, she's also teaching like Ahmad and his younger sister like what to do in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you can really see how that um, strengthened his connection with her. Mm-hmm. Cause like, he's still like, he's a narrator. He's ter- telling her us, her story through the lens of cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a scene. That's another foreshadowing event where he goes to like, put the towel down and he put it, it he puts it on the stove and big mama tells him not to, because he could burn the whole house down. Mm-hmm. And while getting the towel off the stove, she burns herself. Yeah. And she doesn't feel it. Yeah. Because it's like a, it's like a, um, oh, what is it called? Like a gas stove, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Because I was like, um, yeah, your arm is <laughs> right over the flames, girl. <laughs> like, and it's not funny, but like also like that's bad. And Amanda's like, Pima, your arm. <laughs> and she looked down and she, like I felt like her arm was like on fire fire. Like, her arm was on fire. The way he reacted. <laughs> the way he reacted, it was like her whole heart was in flame. <laughs> Wait, was her arm on fire or was it just like really close to the flame? I think it was, it was really close like, to the really close to the okay. flame. 
but he was like, ah! like I okay. thought her arm, like we were gonna turn around and her whole arm was gonna be on fire. But right, like get to get the she the burned herself. Yeah, and they like as she doesn't feel that she's burning herself, and they ask like, Bitma, did you take your diabetes medicine like your insulin and like did you hear like the music cue when they said diabetes no like it was very 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 dramatic <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it's like i guess wendy and lisa want us to know that diabetes is the true villain here <laughs> um so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry diabetes not funny y'all it ain't <laughs> A lot of people are affected by diabetes. A lot of people are. And it's a very serious, very serious condition. But you know what I'm laughing really is because you know how black people always talk about diabetes in like the weirdest way. Like my grandma, my grandma always said my grandpa had the sugar. Yes. (laughs) My mom would always be like, mom, my mom would be like, mom, it's diabetes. It's not the sugar. You got to call it what it is. She's like, you know what he has? You know he has that, you know, the the sugar. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Yes. I didn't know that the sugar and diabetes were the same thing until I got into my teens. Like, I thought they was like two separate things. Because I'm like, you hear about people like, yeah, y'all know he got the sugar. I'm like, yeah, he got the sugar. And then you, you get diabetes. I'm like, the fuck is diabetes? <laughs> you know, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But like, also like, because that's also bad. It's like, oh, he got the sugar. Woo. Yes. <laughs> like, you know he got the sugar. Like, is he gonna, like, this sounds like a contagious disease. Like, like, you got the sugar over there. Like, it's always whispered to you know he got the sugar. Oh god! You know he got the sugar. And like so many people oh. have diabetes, and so I'm like, why are you whispering? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! A mess. Yeah, she um has been trying to self medicate. Well, not self medicate. She's like using like herbal um what? remedies. With? Yeah, she said she had her herbs and some other stuff. And I'm like, no, girl, be a mama. Like, you need to take your insulin shots. I don't, I don't think no lavender going to fix this. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, too, is like she doesn't watch what she eats. But she also is trying to to like do herbal remedies. I'm like, OK, at some point you got to sit back and be like, hey. This ain't working, and that's exactly like, what it is. Because you can't feel your extremities. That's one definite, re- <laughs> definite results of uh, not taking care or managing your your illness. And yeah, I just oh, when she said I'm, you taking herbs, I was like, oh lord, no oh, lord, because <laughs> like, like I feel like some things you can manage like naturally, but like I feel like one of those things is like you gotta make like a life you gotta do a lot of changes yeah because like my i mean like a lot of people in my family have had diabetes in some form like my uh i think my grandpa had it and i definitely know like my dad has it but he has the type 2 which is like just from him like inhaling uh coca-cola when he was younger (laughs) until like Mm -hmm. until it came (laughs) because my mom would be like yeah your dad used to drink coke for breakfast and i was like oh my god y'all you can't do that shit (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) oh my god that's awful 
But yeah, she she wasn't managing her symptoms and she wasn't like taking her insulin. I think it's partially because it's like kind of like a like a uh like a wake up call like to your mortality is like you have to start like taking all these pills like you know the older you get it's usually kind of the way it starts happening and I felt bad but also I was like bro that's not going to work big mama. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know you don't want to give up ham hocks but like you might need to switch to turkey next. You might have like, to might have to do the Britney route and do the vegan thing. The vegan greens. Mm-hmm. That smoke paprika in now. <laughs> uh yeah. But this dinner is also kind of messy, like you said, because Terry brings up the fact that she loaned bird money. Terry's always bringing up the fact that she loaned so many money. Always. And then she loans everybody money. She loans everybody money. And then I don't know if they're doing a good enough job paying her back, which is probably why she's so pissy all the time. And you know what? I would be too. Uh and then Big Mama says something about like dreaming of fishes. <laughs> which is I guess like trying like it's like a um I guess like a saying where if you dream of fishes, then either somebody in the family is pregnant or somebody's coming to visit. And then Lim yes. tries to ju- Lim tries to like jump in and be like, "Oh yeah, like if you step on a crack, you break your mama's back." <laughs> oh, like, you so lucky. You and fine, everybody bro. just look look at him like, I had to fast. Like I watched it twice, <laughs> and I had to fast forward through that scene because it made me so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> like the silence, like I couldn't do it the sec- second time. I just like boop. I had to fast forward. He was like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, that ain't it either, man. <laughs> that ain't it either. <laughs> Sorry, bro. So, what, the person that is coming to visit is their cousin, Faith. And mm-hmm. through the movie, we learned that Faith is Bitmom's, um, her niece that mm-hmm. she took in after her her sister died. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that when Faith comes to town, like um, some bullshit about to go down. Like if she's she like rolled one... through, you could tell by her wig oh, that God. she up to no good. She's like, just like one of those ancient family members. Like, and they might be like the fun family member, but also they're like the the ancient. Let me hit you up for money, family member. Uh. Because I think she's like, what? They said, okay, so for some reason, Ahmad knows this, but Ahmad, <laughs> she's like, last we heard, she's a stripper in California. And she's also, like, I guess, a video vixen. Uh, at least that's what she's been telling yes. people. But he was like, I ain't seen her in any videos. And I was like, Ahmad. <laughs> and I was like, see, mm-mm, you too grown right now. You too grown. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but she comes in. She's got, didn't she have that like coat? She had that leopard print coat or something. I was like, ah, here we go. <laughs> I think so. Here we go. Um, and her but, wig was a little frazzled. Her wig was a little frazzled. Uh, and Big Mama, of course, is like happy to see her. Big Mama is never like upset with anybody in this movie, uh, which I think is kind of, I read a review, like they kind of mentioned that. And I kind of was like, you know what? She really is never upset with anybody, even though her some her family members are trifling. And like, I think that's like on one, on one, <laughs> like on one hand, I can think like, okay, that's like you know unconditional love from like an er, like an elderly family member. But also like, bruh, some of the times like people in your family be trife because we find out like what like faith is like the kind of person who will like ask for a loan and like not um 
not pay back and like get people to co-sign on something and then like leave you with the car note. <laughs> like, bruh, there's like a limit. <laughs> and also like, that was one thing that I also noticed about the movie is that a, a black woman is so strong. Let's so, like, talk about they're, it. They are so strong. They are the backbone of the family. Like, regardless of anything that people can do to break your fucking spirit, it doesn't matter because you are a strong black woman. Let's like, discuss. <laughs> they kept talking about the house. So the house yeah. was really important to them because their parents worked so hard to buy this house mm-hmm. and they've owned it for 40 years. So mm-hmm. black people owning property back in the day is a is major a thing. Huge deal. And it was like, Bitma is so like great and special that when daddy gambled the house away, she she didn't bother him about it. She just worked and made sure that all his gambling debts were paid. And I, I was like, beat bitch. that fool's ass. Are you kidding me? <laughs> My house? You like, gave away the gamble house? away your house. <laughs> the house that our children live in? We got three kids and you gave away the fucking house. No, that would not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was presented like she wasn't even like mad about it it was just like she's just such a good mother she's just a, such a good matriarch that she just cares about us despite our flaws and i'm like that's not even like that. mama this this is why she going through it like she's been through so much in the last i guess 40 plus years yeah and i, I- I, I, I don't know. Like, I felt some kind of way watching it. I got pissed when I heard that. Like, when I... Because that comes up, like, a couple times. Like, different um, characters will say something about women um, in this movie. Because there's also a conversation with, like, Lim and Kenny, who was, like, Maxine's husband. Like, we can get to that point. But, like, yeah, there's, like, this whole presentation of, like, strong black women. And then, like, the stuff they endure. But they just kind of, like, you know, they just get on with it and handle their business. And I was like... If you gambled away my house, <laughs> if you gambled away my fucking house, I would break something over the back of your head. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no fucking way. I'm sorry. I know, like, it's different because, like, generational kind of things. And that's been brought up a lot lately is, like, people think, like, their grandparents and stuff. We just had like those strong marriages where they just never let anybody tear them apart. And like, honestly, like <laughs> in reality, like some people's parents, grandparents, if they had the means, like their grandmothers, honestly, if your grandmother had the means, you'd probably leave your grandpa because your grandpa wasn't shit. And, like, and it sounds like Big Mama should have left this man. <laughs> but she probably couldn't. Yeah, I don't, for sure. I don't, like if she didn't have like a job or like property or whatever because he gambled away the fucking house. But like if it didn't have like anything and she's got like these three girls she's got to take care of, like she can't just up and leave. But like also like in these cute 2018 years, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, there's no way because I think there's also kind of um, they mentioned like his her uh husband was like a businessman too and that was like a big deal like he he had like multiple businesses i can't remember all the ones that they they listed but so he's doing like i guess for like presumably he's doing well for himself but then he also like fucks up their lives in a way i'm like okay so like 
Because I think, what does she have to do? She has to, um, she has to do white people's laundry. That's what she has to do. Oh, yes. She said she, she was able to save the house by cleaning, like, doing white people's laundry and, um, being basically, um, a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did just to support her husband. And I'm like, is, like, I understand wanting to save your family, but... Is that also, something you want to do because of like what your husband did? Like, yeah, I would resent I don't him know. forever. <laughs> like, yes, that's like it's something always huge. like black women are making sacrifices for their family and their husband that maybe the husband doesn't consider, and that's yeah. unfair. Yeah, and there's also like a talk of like, oh, like Big Mama didn't ever bother Daddy about it. Like she let him have his dignity, and I was like, what dignity is there in? losing your house because of some stupid shit that you didn't have to do and like well of course okay like if he has a gambling problem like i i okay i'll like make concessions but like if you're just like out here like fucking around and like not taking care of things but then like suddenly putting like the brunt of your bullshit on your wife (laughs) i'm sorry i can't support i can't support and i can't like have i don't have sympathy for stuff like that because i Like, my mom is single mother, so, like, I see, like, all the stuff she's had to do just, like, get us to, like, this point, which we're, like, in a very good spot as a family now, but, like, back then, like, I mean, my grandma, my mom was out here working and doing everything, and I'm just, like, it's not fair, I think, because so much is, like, even nowadays, people will, like, get on, like, black women and be like, why don't you support us? And I'm like, can you, like, list all the times that we should have? <laughs> Can you list them? Can you provide documentation? Because some of you motherfuckers ain't shit. Like, <laughs> you know who I just thought of? You know who I just thought oh, of? Oh, God. Out there chilling in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been allowed a seat at Big Mama's table. He yeah, wouldn't yeah. have to worry about whites only. Thanksgiving <laughs> were the only people who supported him when he was cold, eating green bean rat- or casserole with raisins and olives out oh. in the car because his white in-laws wouldn't let him in the house. Oh, God. But black women had his back. <laughs> black women supported him through whites only Thanksgiving. <laughs> whites only Thanksgiving. Bruh, and apparently he's told us about this more than once. I catch, I missed the first time or the second time he told us or whatever. Oh. But like, bruh, come on now. Oh, but yeah, don't do that oh. shit. And I, I, oh, our, 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 <laughs> like our, our elders have gone through so much for the men that they have taken into their lives. <laughs> it's just not fair. It's just, it makes me so <laughs> irritated. I hate it. <laughs> but then um, at this dinner, too, we missed the part about Terry and Maxine and why they really do hate each other. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. So, Bruh, this is messy. Messy. <laughs> messy. Yeah. So there's, though, Terry had a date. Um, and I guess, like, uh, Maxine was sent to chaperone, which is weird because. Maxine is younger than her. But I guess it's like, you know, like just to have a sisterly presence there, a family presence, to make sure nothing crazy goes down. And they're like at the skating rink or whatever. 
Oh, this is weird now. Like, I always assumed, like, Terry and Max were close in age. Like, maybe one to two years apart. Mm -hmm. But you have presented information that that gap may be larger. Like, I was just judging on the wigs, but... (laughs) If I take the wigs into consideration, like that gap could be up to like five, six years. Maybe. I mean, I guess. But also I was like, why? I mean, I mean, it makes sense for. It makes sense to have like a a family presence, like at a date or something, especially if you're a teenager. But then like they look like they're close in age at the at the roller skating rink. But then I mean, yeah, but. Basically, what happens at the roller skating rink is is that uh, uh, Terry's date is actually Kenny. Kenny is like, uh, hey, feeling your sister. <laughs> and then later, <laughs> later, Terry catches them like having sex in a car or at least making out in a car. And there's like a huge fight. And ever since then, they just have like not been cool, which I mean, that makes sense. Like my, my younger sister stole my man. <laughs> but also, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't think hey, was, that's messy. That was messy. I don't think she meant to like steal him. I don't think like they were like super. It wasn't like a, you know, like a long term thing. But that was still pissed me off. Like, can you find somebody? And else? I think, like Terry, you kind of hear her bring it up a couple times. during the movie but she says that she kind of envies the longevity of max and kenny's relationship Mm -hmm. because she feels i guess she kind of implies that she wonders what happens if kenny hadn't left her for her little sister yeah because she like kind of like sort of makes a comment like what if you know we didn't break up to Kenny, which was kind of awkward because that's that's your brother-in-law. That's your, definitely your brother-in-law, bro. <laughs> Those times have over. And it made me like, it made me think of this like girl in middle school that like was one of my friends who found out that her older cousin could have been her older sister. No, because her dad wasn't like married to her aunt before she was married. To, he was married to her mom. Oh, and I was like, "Ooh, y'all going through it over there?" That's a lot. That is, you gotta be bold to do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even dating. That's like I think all parties involved are bold. And then you had to like, uh, you had had one wedding, then y'all divorced, and you had to go to another wedding with the same people, but in different (laughs) spots. Oh my god! Oh god! Families are messy. Families are messy. Families are messy, mm, and they already had a kid too. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's bad. Yeah, some of y'all are bold. <laughs> some of y'all are bold out here. <laughs> my gosh! But okay, so the dinner ends right because uh, Ahmad's mother goes into labor because she's pregnant throughout this whole yes. time, uh, and. It's a girl, I think. Yeah, it's a girl. Um, and then I think this does this skip to when um the doctor's like, "Hey, big mama, we gotta talk about your circulation." <laughs> or yes, it's like, "Uh, so about your leg, big mama." Oh, it's gonna have to go. 
Yeah, she doesn't have any circulation going to it. So that's not good either. But she doesn't want to have surgery. I mean, I can understand that too. Like, that's my leg. I can't get another one of those back. I can't Mm -hmm. grow it again. So, like, please don't take my leg. But it's gotten to, like, a point where, like, her health is that bad, which is really bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, if you have to get get an amputation, things are not going well. Mm, yeah. So she goes like back and forth with um the family about getting her leg amputated, but eventually she realizes that like her health is on the line, so she's going to go through with it. Mm-hmm. And during the surgery, she ends up having a stroke mm-hmm. and going into a coma, mm-hmm. and then. Shit gets like even more messy. It's like completely so, goes left. <laughs> like it takes a sh- sharp left. Like we learn a little bit more about um Terry and her family. So Terry is a lawyer who is married to Miles, who is a, a also a lawyer mm-hmm. who moonlights in a band with like Babyface and Babyface's brother <laughs> and Casey and JoJo. And Casey and JoJo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he's in a super group, essentially. Yeah, my mom was trying to tell um, me what their band was called because I think Babyface's brothers had their all right, own. After group. seven, yeah, my mom. Yeah, I think it's yeah. You're right. After seven, and I she kept trying to tell me about them. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard them. She's like, No, you've heard this song. I probably have, but like, I don't. I don't know any of the top of my head. Um, I also find it funny how Babyface kind of like inserted himself into this movie because he like him and his like mm-hmm. I guess now ex-wife like executive produced the movie and I think he was like the music coordinator for it but he was like here let me just uh you know play the keys no he wasn't the keys he was like a either guitarist I think or bassist one of those but he's like in the group and I was like oh I shit that's so. Casey and JoJo <laughs> 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 I don't know why that like took me out because I was like, oh damn it, I forgot they were in here. <laughs> I think I missed that at first, like the first time I watched this. But uh, yeah, Miles, I don't know why Miles talking about studio time made me laugh. It just kind of reminds me of like. It made me laugh too because like this nigga just play keyboard. Like he's not even like the singer in his group because the singer has like 14 other good singers. Yeah. And he just like plays the keyboard and he's dead set on starting a music career mm-hmm. and stop lawyering. And I'm like, well, I was kind of with Terry on that one because I was like, bruh. Bitch, if you take $5,000 like, out of our savings for the studio, like, and don't tell me, like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's $5,000. My mom was like, that's and not a lot he of He was like, that's-, that's a ton of money. I'm sorry. That's a lot of money. It, yeah, it's a significant amount of money. And he was like, that's my money, too. And she was like, well, actually, only $30,000 of that is yours. And I was like, oh. Damn. Damn. She and she, she got counting. really specific about the amount. I just, I can just picture Terry, like, in the back room, like, an abacus, like, <laughs> like counting it out. But also, I mean, like, you just gotta reach into the fucking savings. I mean, I guess you gotta be about your money, because she is helping support <laughs> her family in some aspect. A whole family. A whole family. That's not, <laughs> that's already stressful enough, but then you got him being like, hey, I wanna quit law to do music full time. <laughs> 
And she was like, what are you talking about? I laughed so hard. I was like, oh no. He's not like it's if he wasn't like a lawyer, he'd sound like one of these dudes that's like out here being like, Oh, I'm trying to go into the studio. Can you lend me some money for the studio? I'm like, ooh, Terry. But then also, like, I mean, he, you know, you gotta follow your passions, guys. Just don't be like dipping into your joint savings account for it. Especially without yeah, you permission. Gotta make sure everybody's on the same page. Bro. Hell yeah. Like, that's like, our money. That's our money. Well, not really. It's mostly hers. <laughs> <laughs> so, never mind. You just took Terry's money. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Cousin Faith came to town, like, everybody's like, yo, she not staying with me. And <laughs> they end up letting her, like, Terry is a. Terry big, you know what? I understand why Terry's so mean. Terry's Cause pissed. she she go through it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So they decide that Terry mean that Faith is gonna stay at Terry's house, mm-hmm. which oh lord, that was a bad idea. Um, and you like with Terry's storyline, Faith and her husband hit it off basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a quote unquote dancer, and she has an audition. And I guess the person who was supposed to provide her music, what, like, she owed him money. Yeah. And he said he couldn't do it. And Miles, for, I don't understand how he ended up riding by the studio. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, But he decides, <laughs> he, like, does her favor and plays the piano for her. And during that whole scene, I also was, like, cracking up laughing because <laughs> her little routine was trash. Like, <laughs> Not good. It was like a lot of and like he was like into he was into it. He was into it. But it was kind of a lot of like I don't know what the term is. Is it glamoring? Is glamoring the white term? girl twerking? Twerky? Oh, it no. looks like that shit that white people do in yoga classes. Oh no. It'd be like trap yoga and it'd be like the shit she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of like Or like the She's not I don't yeah. I wouldn't say cousin Faith is very talented. But you know she's going for her her dreams or whatever I guess. <laughs> and what's that song that he plays? I know that song, but I don't know. It is a a dream by DeBarge. It was sampled by Blackstreet. Okay, That's the yes. I was trying to figure out. I was sitting there like me and my mom were both like, "What is that song?" My mom was like, "You know." I was like, "Wasn't that like in a?" Why did I think that was a Tupac song? I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> It was a Tupac song. See, that's what I told her. Okay, so then I was right. She was like, it's just a different version. I was like, I saw, and I asked Siri, and Siri didn't know what her trash ass. So, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I can't, it's like one of those songs. It's like one of those songs that you always hear all the time. And like, you just don't know the words, or not the words, but you just don't know sometimes, like, who's behind it. But yeah, I don't know why he picked that song. I mean, it's a good song. It was. I was like, this is the song is better than the routine. You know so what? Really? I know she didn't get a call back. Oh, oh she did. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I was like, she did. He did. She did get a call she back. She shouldn't have. So. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Faith. If I were there, I would be like, no, nah, we good. <laughs> I think the reason why they get, they, they hit it off mainly is because he she comes to his show. And Terry doesn't. Terry doesn't want to come to his little shows. 
Because they're not bad shows. Like, I mean, she just doesn't support his like his dream or whatever. She kind of thinks it's like ridiculous, and she doesn't, you know, give him any sort of like encouragement for his dream. So of course he's like, oh well, he, here's your cousin. She comes to my stuff. So she, of course, and Faith is there <laughs> gassing him up and stuff. Like, oh yeah, you're the mastermind behind this group. It's not. What, I forget what the group is called. <laughs> What's the group? Oh, milestone. Milestone. It's like Babyface is there. Like, I cannot ignore the fact that Babyface is there. It's like a hierarchy to this. Miles should have told Terry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Miles should have told Terry, Babyface gonna be there. And then she would have came to his show. Yeah, exactly. But like, there's a hierarchy to the group, clearly. I feel like it's Babyface. Then Casey and Jojo. Then After Seven. Then the white guy in the back. I don't think he's in After Seven. <laughs> I don't know. Then Miles. So sorry about it. Sorry about it, Miles. <laughs> but the group is called Milestone. So no, it's his group. It's his group. It's his group. And and Faith is it like is Faith is like, yeah, you the you the genius behind this. And I was like, oh girl, you don't have to lay it on so thick. <laughs> and like, she was throwing it, and he was about and to. He catch was it. definitely catching it because he's not getting that same like love from Terry, which they just need to like talk it out. I think. Uh, but he, you know, I don't know how long they were married. I don't know if they mentioned um, it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, they definitely need to like get their shit together. And they weren't doing that good of a job of doing that at all. <laughs> um, So let's like go back to like Robin or Bird and Lim. Mm-hmm. So Bird and Lim, they're newlyweds. So like before Sunday dinner, they fucking and shit. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> <laughs> like, she like stuck her like, underwear in his mouth. Like, crack up because I was like, "Wait, yes, yeah, she your did." Mama's and I was like, oh. <laughs> "I was like, <laughs> your mama's so and Ben Mama like in the next room, yeah. like yo, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or Uncle Pete. We forgot about Uncle Pete. Uncle Pete's like the shut-in uncle. Oh, uh, Uncle Pete, who doesn't come out of his room ever. I feel like everybody has an uncle like that. He just doesn't come out. Yeah. At- one certain point, like you have a relative like that. Yeah, the relative that just and like, it's usually a guy that just hangs out and like in the room, like doesn't come out. Like he'll like be like, "Hey y'all, what's up?" I mean, the relatives I know who do that stuff will be like, "Hey y'all," and then like take their plate and like go <laughs> go back to sitting in the room. <laughs> but yeah, Uncle Pete's like down the down the down the way from them in the bathroom. I'm like y'all bold. I mean, I know he's fine, girl. <laughs> Job bold. <laughs> Very bold. And so, like, Lim's thick concern is he, since he has a criminal record, he has a hard, t- hard time getting a work. Mm-hmm. So he gets fired from his job because he wrote that he didn't have any felony convictions. And they found out that he did or he had, like, a criminal history. Mm-hmm. And he decides not to tell Bird about it. Which? Instead, he tells Kenny. Which? Which? Well- uh this Kenny also, gave him bad advice Kenny gives him bad advice and they also talk again about like they have this weird thing where they talk about you can't tell, tell a black woman that you don't have a job because it's okay for them to lay around but it's not okay for us especially like I don't like I was like the way the women in this family work 
how dare you? And I was like, is he talking about like Maxine laying around? Because I was like, Maxine's taking care of your kids. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of goddamn work. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the worst piece of advice that you could ever like. Y'all are married. <laughs> y'all are newlyweds. Y'all just got married like two weeks ago. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, don't tell her. And then he gives him like a couple of dollars too. Cause I thought when he came over there, mm-hmm. I was like, look at Lim. He's about to come over there and ask for some money. I was like, you just, you just became family. <laughs> you just became family. <laughs> there you go. And then Kenny gives him like a couple of dollars. I don't know. That wasn't a lot of money. So I'm not really sure. I guess it, it was, might have been like $60. Yeah. It was like a show of good faith. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, that's like, I thought that conversation was really shitty. To be honest, it was like it was not when Big Mom was over here was saving shady. the house and like, and then like Terry is giving y'all money at any opportunity or whatever. And Bird works. Bird is like, cause oh yeah, cause he was like, oh she basically he's like she's high maintenance. She's always around in Chanel flip flops or whatever. And I was like, cause she got her own business. She working. She out here making money. And I was like, also Bird doesn't seem like the type to be like super bougie. I was like, are you making this up? No, she was a little hood, honestly. Yeah, I was like, uh, are you like making this up or something? Or are you just like kind of airing out your frustrations? But then like, where are these frustrations coming from? Like you just got married. <laughs> so Bird is a beautician. Mm-hmm. So Terry gave her money to open up her shop and her shop is going pretty well. But her ex-boyfriend, Simulal, comes by to sexually harass her, basically. Yeah. And it's like, well, if your husband ain't treating you right, you got me, bae. And it's like, ugh. You're like, you're doing mm. too much. And See, he, just being evil. Oh, yeah. And he brought her, like, a bracelet or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, because I know your man can't afford it. And I was like, damn. I mean, you're right. <laughs> but, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he was like, I want to give you money to open up your shop. That's what he says. And I was like, why are you just rolling up in here to just, like, say this stuff? Like, don't you have a job? <laughs> he has a job. Why are you coming in here and bothering people? And then he also said, oh, why did she say this line? Did she say she was like, my husband's name is written all over my kitty cat? Was like, yes, she did. I was like, was what? <laughs> I was like, that was such an awkward line. And an awkward line to say where a 11-year-old narrator could hear it because he's telling us about this interaction. And, oh, God. So, Lim recently was laid off. He went to talk to Kenny about, like, not having a job. Mm-hmm. More like, mm, sh- sort of shady slights against Black women. Mm-hmm. And it, like, he has been spending, I guess he's been spending his days pretending he's going to work, but he's actually at the big house, which is Big Mama's house. Uh And and so one day, like the day after, like the family has like a big argument over the house, right? Like with Terry and Max talking about like whether or not they should sell the house. And Max doesn't want to sell the house, but Terry does to help cover some of the bills from like Big Ma's like hospital stay. Mm-hmm. So they have a big blow up and nobody comes to the Sunday dinner that Bird, bless her heart, tries to pre- like prepare. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so bad that Uncle Pete like throw it back out the door. So <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so it's bad. 
So the next <laughs> day, her and her coworkers come to like the house to get like uh, some food for lunch. And they're like, no wonder nobody ate. Like, you can't cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that stuff's burnt, yo. Like, so I don't know what it was supposed to be. I think that was like really, really burnt cornbread. Ooh, it was like brown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, was all like, the way through. It, it reminded me of this time I tried to cook pancakes for my granddad and they were burnt on the outside and gooey on the inside. Ooh, Brittany, how? <laughs> <laughs> He threw him in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Not to tell me, but he threw him in the garbage and told me they tasted good. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. That's <laughs> what like, her meal looked like. Mm-hmm. So they do something in the house when they're like getting the food, and she goes upstairs and she finds out that Lim hasn't been going to work. Yeah, he's home um, in the middle of the day. Which is a problem. And so she wonders why, like, he didn't tell her. And he's like, well, Kenny told me not to because, like, you know how black ladies are. And she's like, well, whatever. And she says she's going to help him find a job. Like, I, Bird is young. Like, Mm -hmm. you can tell she's young because her big plan to help her husband get a job is to ask her ex-boyfriend, Samuel, to help get him a job, which is no. a bad idea from Jump. No, that's a bad idea all the way around. <laughs> like, because, like, if he says, if I do this favor for you, what are you going to do for me? And I'm just like, oh, no. No, yeah, he just turns into immediately something, like, super sexual I was like bird don't do it girl don't do it because I was like girl he's a creep anyway <laughs> number one yes. I was like every time he walks up in here he is uh on some other shit and I'm like why would you even entertain him so like you gotta be desperate to do that shit. <laughs> you gotta be real desperate to do that shit <laughs> she was in a pinch she was, she was. And she's like, I'm going to take care. Well, because he doesn't want her help. That's the other thing is like, Lim doesn't want her help because he's got the sort of like that whole, I guess, pride thing, which is like, I can understand, but also like, what did he tell her? Oh, because he was like, um, he said he'd been on six interviews. He was like, I think, well, she was busy because he kind of was like, well, this is, bas- I mean, basically he says it's racism. Um, and she's like, well, I don't want to hear any of that. She's like, but I've been on six interviews. And she's like, okay, okay. Why about this? I'll just help, you know. She didn't tell him she's going <laughs> to, she didn't tell him that she's going to um, ask Sim for help because that would be a completely idiotic thing to do. But she's like, people come in the shop all the time. I'll just go and see if anybody has any work or any sort of leads. And he's like, no, I don't want you to do that. I'm like, well, then what are you going to do? what are you gonna do if she doesn't help you are y'all just gonna be chilling at big mama's house or like Uh, if he was on the end like if it was 2018 he would have had like iphone he could have been making vines and shit oh lord he could either be like that tiny man with the on the on cat on the internet telling him black women that (laughs) Oh no! It is because of the white man, or he could have been like Brother Nature. Like, I feel like he would have been in a better spot 
in 2018 than in in 1997. Well, there's like all kinds of avenues to make money now, like uh, non-traditional avenues, I guess. Besides, like you know, drug dealing, which is what he was doing, but like, but he could, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be, I guess, this too. But he's also like, I mean, he's not older, but just isn't he? Doesn't seem like the type to be very, um, I guess, uh, friendly on camera. That's <laughs> all I can think. Of. Like, he doesn't seem like the type. But he, yeah, he doesn't want any of her help, which I think is kind of ridiculous in that sense because I was like how long have you been home and you still don't have any work she sees people all the time like I know he like people like to not like people into their business like that and stuff but also like bruh <laughs> well, like they should have been on the same page yeah like y'all should have been like on it together because you wouldn't be stressed out <laughs> and and she wouldn't have to go and talk to her fucking crazy ass ex-boyfriend yeah so um he goes to like a interview which i think this whole like he should have thought something was really suspect from jump with the interview because he was like was told that like someone named kenny simmons like told him to come up there and see, and they didn't know who Kenny Simmons was, but mm-hmm. they gave him the job in anyway. And he was doing actually like a really good job. I think he was working at like a print press. Yeah, he had like his friends printing. I don't know from where, but that was that was the job. And he was doing good. He got like some compliments. And now this is really bold. Like a couple of days later. Samuel like goes up to Lim and is like, "Oh, hey, you new down here in the printing department?" And they strike up a conversation, and he basically tells Lim that he got the job for him because of how him and Cola or Bird—that's his nickname for her because she got co- hers like a Coke bottle. Oh Lord! And Lim was right like and busting him in his shit because <laughs> he was too bold why, and, why would you do that he only did that just to like stick it to him because he also is telling him like he's an executive he makes eighty thousand dollars a year i think he's like the chief of marketing or something like that and oh, of course he was flexing like that yeah, yeah he was all in his like shit like he's basically coming down there like to gloat and then and then Lim busts him in his shit with a with a lunch tray. <laughs> he got him dead in the jaw, which he deserved it. Like, I mean, this is like kind of like a keeping it real goes wrong moment, but like he deserved it. Because <laughs> he was only on that job for like a week or something. And then he straight fucking knocked his ass out. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, I don't... Why would Lim go through all the trouble? Not Lim. Why would Sim go through all the trouble to to hold it over Robin's head, like to hold it over her head? Like be- that's so fucking extra. You see, and men be like, men aren't petty. I'm like, that's the pettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. He light skin and evil. <laughs> <laughs> that's character traits. One of them is light skin. The He's second like- one is evil. <laughs> The anti Tyler Perry. Uh, this is probably why all Tyler Perry 
scary villains are dark and evil. He like, I don't like how they do it in the light skin brothers in these movies I'm watching. That's, that's so crazy because like Tyler Perry does not fit into that category <laughs> in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> he's not anybody's light skin like what I don't get it I don't get it I just wish <sighs> I don't know no <laughs> like <laughs> can he just take a like a reflective moment and go through his whole filmography and be like what is a common theme in these movies <laughs> just please you know do some self-reflecting Tyler please Oh my god! So like, Lim naturally gets fired. Like you can't bust people in their shit on the nah, job. Especially, nah, especially not executives. Like, <laughs> like that was a fight. Like that was no like verbal thing. That was a full on like run up and get done up. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he loses his job. So he decides to handle this totally maturely and goes to the bar and start. Oh, wait, no. No, he goes to the shop first. He goes to the shop and he. Okay. So first of all, you're going to slam the window, the door and the window shatters. He goes to Bird's shop and like basically fucks up her, you know, her shop door. And then he goes and like he's like we need to have a private conversation so they go in the back room and he's yelling at her and all kinds of stuff and she's acute what is he he accuses her of cheating on him which bird i think was supposed to go on like a date i i kind of think it was more to that honestly Girl, i know right because that wasn't just nothing it wasn't gonna end like a date it might have started like a nice little like dinner date but then it would have been like sim doing yeah. too much yeah so yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's understandably pissed because I'd be pissed, but like also, like, he does a lot. He goes like ham because he does. He starts throwing shit. Yeah. And he- the shop is packed. Like, everybody at their station is a whole bunch of clients. Like, I was like, <gasps> like, I was so yeah. like shocked that he just, like, first he just broke her shit. Like, he broke the last window. Yeah, and then he starts yelling up. at her. Everybody, and he yes. takes her into the back room and starts yelling at her, and he shoves her, and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I was like, "I don't know where this is going anymore." But yeah, like, oh, yeah, the sho- the shoving was a lot, and that proves to be a problem because Terry's like, "Oh, okay," because I think Terry gets called down there. Bird won't get Bird won't come out. I think by this time, Lim has left to go to like the bar or whatever. Terry goes and she calls one of their cousins. I forgot what their cousin's name was. It was like cousin Blimp. Blimp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Blimp, I think. Blimp or Blimp. I don't know what his name was, but that's what my closed captioning said, okay? I don't know. Somebody did the wrong thing. <laughs> and so he, I guess he is the shooter of the family. Like he, if y'all need some gun, y'all call him. And you hear Terry on the phone saying like, "No guns, no guns." Like she repeats, "No guns," and I'm like, "Uh, Terry, this is a bad idea." You have to say oh. "no guns" all time. And so he goes oh, down. Like, to- Terry, you're a lawyer. Like, what do you? 
And can't she get in trouble? That's illegal to call a hit on somebody, ain't it? I think she just I think she just wanted him to like get roughed up a bit, but it don't end like that. <laughs> um so Blim pulls up and he's like ready to check Lim. And earlier in the movie, it's revealed that Lim has a gun, but he shouldn't have because he's a convict, an ex-convict. And so he tries mm-hmm. to ignore it, but it doesn't go well. So they get into an altercation and Lim pulls a gun out on a man and he go to jail. And like who, Terry and Ahmad yep. again, <laughs> Ahmad in the car too. And Aunt Bird, they pull up and she's crying, that's my husband, that's my husband, don't take him to jail. And they take him to jail. So now Bird is really upset, but naturally, her her new husband, I feel like they've been married like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They sound like they've been married for like, maybe, well, okay, I guess. From the time, okay, so we should mention, I guess, like, that Big Mama does not survive her coma, right? And I think between the family dinner and, like, some events later, it was, like, five weeks between, I guess, when they first, like, I guess the first family dinner, yeah, the first family dinner until, like, I think maybe the funeral was, like, five weeks and then, like, all this this shit happens. So Bird and Lim have not been married like at all <laughs> like, like they barely made a dent in, this, in the time together and all this shit happens I'm like it don't have to be <laughs> it goes like zero to a hundred I was like do y'all not have a break in this family it was like nonstop, just back to back drama back to back so that is like you know who really doesn't have much of a conflict is max like she don't have anything going on besides like her beef with terry mm-hmm. like, max is like chilling really her and kenny are chill i think what kenny bought her their daughter like an, an apple computer <laughs> like a like a 90s uh imac or something well it's like the, the baby can't use the computer like she just came out of the womb and so i think they're pretty chill like they don't have any kind of real drama ahmad's not giving them too much trouble even though ahmad pops up everywhere and i'm like how are you not getting any trouble you are in everybody's business he 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 know everything so this is where we get to like i feel like we're getting to the part of the movie that like the biggest reveal like the biggest like plot, plot twist like going back to Miles and Faith, and he's like, "Yeah, let's head up to the studio." Like, I'm in the studio. I'm gonna be playing my piano because I quit my job last. Like, I put in my two weeks today, oh, and gosh. she goes up, up to the studio, and they they have sex in the studio. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Ahmad is there. Like him, he's with his aunt Terry. And so Terry's like, I bet they're on the roof. So let's go, like, let's go see where your uncle's at. So she goes up there and she sees them, but luckily Ahmad doesn't. Nope. And so she's like, well, we gotta go. We gotta go. And so they go back to um, Max's house. And apparently it's their, like, 10th anniversary party. 11th anniversary. Oh, 11th anniversary. Mm -hmm. 
they're all there. Terry is upset as she should be. And she's like crying and moping. But the the music in the party is so good. Dude, they were playing like the like the hits. And I was like, oh, this is like a cool family. Because my family does not like anything like I mean, they like some stuff from today, but they're like a definitely like a if it's anything made like south of the eighties. <laughs> They don't really bang, or if it's not like gospel, whatever, like they don't bang with it. I'm like, oh, because they just don't like my husband hates rap music so much. He thinks it's the worst thing ever made. And then like, and then my my other cousins are like, like my youngest cousins, they don't listen to like secular music. They only listen to like gospel and like, I don't know what you call that stuff. My aunt was like, yeah, oh, well, my aunt, you know what? They like a lot of, um. I would say like the contemporary pop kind of stuff too. And I'm like, these kids, like, I would say, like, I remember. Miley Cyrus. No, not Miley Cyrus. But like, I think, um, I don't know, like when we were there last time, I know there was like a lot of Adele being played. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then like, it's a lot of like singers and like not a lot of, no swearing. And I'm like, these poor kids, let them live. <laughs> Free them. <laughs> Free them. Let's find places. And then my like my one cousin, he loves like hardcore rap music from like the nineties. <laughs> and he's like my one of my older cousins. And so I was like, this this whole thing ain't, you know. The Josephs have a cool house party going. My family would not have this house party. <laughs> like we would not have this house party at all. We it depends on the mood and who who's there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if it's like my, like my, like cousins and stuff, it would be like that. It, it get fun. Yeah, I think the last time I was there, they played a lot of, like, the last time I hung out with like all my cousins and stuff, they played a lot of like Bruno Mars and stuff, and I was like, all right, I guess this is, this is, this is all right. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it is, you know, like auntie kind of music. That's the kind of shit they like, which is fine. Okay, I respect it. It's fine. I'm just like, can y'all just like slip, like, you know, something else, <laughs> just like a little bit. <laughs> but you know, they're having a good. It's a good party. It's a well lit party. It's like a lit party. Like I was like, dang, this is sort of like a wedding anniversary. This is like a like a fun little event. I would go to this party. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Terry is moping, and she gets, uh, was Kenny in the, like, kitchen? He's like, she's like, so what if, like, what if we stay together? What if we stay together? And I'm he's like, like uh, uh, he's like, uh, uh okay. Right. You okay? You'll never know because if that happened over 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bringing up old shit, literally? And then everybody comes in, and so uh, Max is like, "So since everybody's here, so we need to talk about like Big Mama's bills." So mm-hmm. what we were thinking was that so Terry, you play uh, <laughs> everything right, and we'll pay you back in and installments. In installments, so in never. Installments. <laughs> never she's never getting that money back 
god! In this moment, like, I feel she, bad for Terry. She gets real mad, and she's right to get real mad because, like, her mama just died. Her siblings are asking her for money. Her cousin just slept with her husband, Ugh. and she's done. like, she is done. And so Max tries to go like, but we're family. So what about family? And Terry's like, well, family fucked my husband. That's right. Faith fucked my husband. <laughs> and she pulls out a knife. Girl, I forgot about the knife part. <laughs> I forgot about she took out the knife. That was a big ass knife. <laughs> it chased him through the party. It, oh my gosh. She almost stabbed that man up. Right, because it was a crowded party too. Because this is like at the house, so like it's not a big event. Like it's not a big venue. She was definitely, and it's dark in there. And I was like, you definitely could have stabbed like a cousin or two. <laughs> you are. She should have stabbed both of them, honestly. You know, honestly. I mean, don't just go for the man. No, Let you know. Both go for the man for sure first, <laughs> and, and then you can catch the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the man first. If you if you stab folks, you got stab everybody. Um, don't take our advice. Like, don't be a like you know. Don't, don't go. Don't stab your boyfriend. Then be like, oh yeah, the girls at Black Girl Film Club. This podcast told me to stab my boyfriend because I won't. I won't hear it. I'll like, deny everything. I will. T- I'll be like, Your Honor. I was just playing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't stab it. Hey guys, don't stab anybody. Please. But if you do decide to stab people, stab everybody. Okay? <laughs> Go for the cheating motherfucker first. <laughs> yes. Um, so then it's for sure Faith can't stay in the house no more. Faith gone. She can't come back. Mm-mm. Um and that that's when like everything comes to a head. Like the whole family falls apart. Uh, Terry actually puts the house on sale. That was grimy, though. Well, she, okay, so she was like, she was saying they wanted to sell the house. She wanted to sell the house and she wanted to put Uncle Pete in like a nursing home. I was like, y'all ain't going to take care of Uncle Pete. Like, y'all's going to nobody with strangers. Yeah, I know. All you got to do is give him like a television set or whatever and he'll be fine. Like, like, mm-hmm. uh. Oh, so, okay, so Big Mama didn't die at this point, but she dies, like, literally, like, a little bit after this or whatever. I think her, because Ahmad's been visiting her, too. So, I don't know, did this scene, would, did she actually wake up, or you just think it was, like, in his imagination? Because I think she has, like, a moment. I don't think she wakes up, for real. Like, I don't know. Maybe she did, but... I don't think she did. Well, they end up having to rush him out because she starts, like, going to, like, a coughing fit or something. So, like, she's, I guess he, like, either imagines or doesn't imagine him, like, telling him to, I guess, take care of the family. I think she's trying to tell him that, like, how he, what he interprets interprets it as is, like, the family needs to get back together for dinner, basically. And I think she says something like, my soul is tired. Like, I was like, oh, this is this is the end, <laughs> and so she she passes away. They had this funeral. I had a question. I was like, "Is this happening in the middle of winter?" Because this is Chicago. Yeah, I know. I was like, um, maybe October. 
I don't I don't remember because I don't know if they give like a good like timeline because they mentioned Thanksgiving at one point but I think there's like maybe like a flashback but I was like god damn is it not cold out there because y'all are outside with no no <laughs> no heavy outerwear I was upset I was like somebody needs why is there no hat on this wig <laughs> the wig was enough the, the wig was enough you know it was heavy it was a heavy wig so maybe it was <laughs> But he was. And so, yeah, like right after the funeral is when Terry puts the house up for sale. And I was like, Terry, you can't let these white people take this house. Don't let them do it. It's so messy. Like, Terry, like, you know better. Like, yes, you didn't want to pay for everything, which you shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, that's, that's your family home. Like, you do need... Well, technically she doesn't because she's the guardian of the estate. But, like, you should at least try to get your siblings to reach some sort of kind of agreement. I know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. Because, like, it's not just your decision. Like, you're not her only family member. You're just, like, the executor of the estate. So, it's, like, it's not like it's it's entirely up to you. Like, this will affect other people. And she's basically doing everything out of spite, really. I feel like her whole, like, thing in this movie is, like, everything I do is out of spite. Because I hate y'all. <laughs> like... <laughs> she do hate her I mean, basically, she fucking hates Dang. them. I mean, she doesn't hate them, she... but, like, she she does not. She hates them. She hate yeah. She don't, she don't really fuck with them at all. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, she don't fuck with them, but they fuck with her. Yeah, it's kind of like those like, family, those family. But I guess it's like the people. But she doesn't. It's not like the people who like leave their family for good. Because some people do that, where they'll be like, "I can't fuck with y'all," and they just like move away and they just never come back. Like she still like goes to Sunday dinners and she's still like, she still interacts with like Bird and Ahmad and yeah, like she still take care. Like she don't fuck with her nieces, but she does fuck with her nephews. Yeah, Ahmad just, I don't, Ahmad's like 11. How are you getting across the city like that? At 11. <laughs> Somebody picking him up. Yeah, they, I mean, he was um, going from house to house, but like, yeah, Terry does not like these people. Not really. At least she has a lot of like anger towards her family, I feel, and a lot of like resentment. Yeah, a lot. Because like she has her degrees. That's it, Ashley. That's all she has. That's like that Kanye West song. Remember that Kanye West thing for his first album? And he's like, you know what's going to keep me warm at night? That's right. Those degrees. <laughs> That's oh, Terry. R.I.P. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Shame. He did too. Sorry. R.I.P. Kanye. Oh, God. Uh, um... <laughs> So he um so it like the family totally dissolves like every every single person falls out um Max and uh Bird Sue um basically put in order to stop uh, Terry from selling the house mm-hmm. um Max goes home one day after like meeting oh Bird reveals that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And Lim apparently is still in jail. Lim is still and in jail. 
So Max is like super upset and she goes home and she finds out like Uncle Pete down in the in the dining room waiting on everybody to have dinner. Mm-hmm. And he confuses her for her mother and he's like she's like, No, mama mama's dead. And he keeps talking to her like she's her mother. Um so this inspires her to do something to bring back, the, like, get the family back together. Mm-hmm. And it seems like her and Ahmad are on the same page. Yeah. Because apparently he plays basketball, too. And he um, has, like a, like, a really great game. And he wants, like, a victory dinner. And he tells his mom that he basically tries to finesse a Sunday dinner out of everybody. Yeah. yeah he what does he do I he's was like, like he he tells everybody about this like money that big mama apparently has stashed that's like kind of like family legend or whatever and he tells like each member of the family that like oh yeah we got some money big mama left it to me and you know there's some there's you know there's a small cup for you in it and just come back to the come by the house this Sunday at three, but okay. Why was he telling girl? He told Miles. <laughs> he told Miles and Faith, and I was like, "Bruh, not them two. Like, why do you care about Faith? Like, why? What? Well, why?" And he was also telling Terry, which Terry, according to Terry, Terry got money. Terry so does have money. Terry would need all the extra money, unless it's curious. Yeah. Um, so he gets everybody to the house successfully. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like making dinner. You could kind of tell that they probably like miss each other a little bit. And they, they like cooking and it's still tense, but they're more they're comfortable because they're family, right? It's mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. So Ahmad continue like he thinks his little plan is going well, bless his heart. And then somebody eventually is like, yo, cut the bullshit, where the money at? <laughs> and, <laughs> and all these adults, all these grown adults realize they were bamboozled by a kid. Like all of it sounded too good to be true. And they all felt and then they all got mad because like, it wasn't true. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't Terry know? Terry would know because she's the executor of the estate, right? So, like, she would know. But, like, <laughs> the rest of them are like, <laughs> and Faith, girl, when Faith came, she was like, oh, no, I'm out. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> She Faith was, was like the only one though that was like, "Now nah, I'm leaving," because I was like, "Damn, Faith, you really only did want the money." Damn. <laughs> she should have gone. Like she should not have been there. So Ahmad, being that he's a little kid, he starts crying rightfully. Like he he tried, bless his little heart. He did. He's a and little he, boy. We didn't forget. He starts crying. He says, "I just felt my family back," and. He yeah. accidentally left a a towel on the stove again. Damn and it, it sets <laughs> it sets the kitchen on fire. Bitch, that fire was out. Which I was so much because they were like, "Did somebody smell something burning?" And I was like, "Would you not go check?" And nobody got up immediately and checked. And I was like, 
bitch, that's your kitchen. And then, like, and then they go in there. There's a whole ass grease fire. Lim goes and tries to put water on the fucking fire. And I was like, Lim. How bless his dumb heart. Like, he's so lucky. He's fine. He's so lucky because, like, damn, dude. (laughs) Which, like, I've I've heard apparently, like, this is, I don't know, because, you know what? I don't know if this is, like, common knowledge to some people. Because wasn't there something on Twitter? (laughs) Twitter Where? The guy who. Pour water on the grease fire. Kind of fry like chicken tenders or some shit. They were like frozen or something like that, and he he tried to he tried to pour water on them, and it was and it just like blew up into like a fireball. And I was like, absolutely not. It was terrifying. Like that video has me shook every time I see it. <laughs> It, I, I know it's like people's first like reactions to go get water because of the fire but like please don't put water on a grease fire because it won't go out it'll make it worse it'll make it way they, worse <laughs> that shit exploded <laughs> they put the fire out and uncle pete comes down and says why uncle pete cold in his tv why uncle pete got his tv with him because the like, money was in the tv which I was like, how? Well, why did you... Yeah, and it still works. And uh... does he go places with his TV? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are was you it... carrying it downstairs? Like, was it like that baby he... TV? It was like an old school baby TV. So you mm. know that TV weighs like 40 pounds on its own. <laughs> like a 12 inch TV. There's like an enormous like back end or whatever. <laughs> Those teams are huge. He drops it and all this money comes out the back of the TV. And everybody in the family is like still in shock of the fire. But then there's a fan in there and then the fan is blowing around money. And now everybody's happy because they got money. Hell yeah. And Money is the, the the problem solver in the situation until they get to fighting again. <laughs> but for now, money money is the solution today. <laughs> so everything is fixed with money. So Lim announces like at that dinner prior to the like fire that he got his job back, which I don't understand how, being that he assaulted somebody on the clock. You know what? <laughs> the- I uh, girl, that's highly unlikely. Like that's assault. I'm but sorry. He got his job back, so he found work again. Yes, because Terry got him out of jail, y'all. She has a heart. Yeah, she, she loves not only, but sometimes she loves doing <laughs> the right thing. Um, she she called in the favor from like a DA or something she knew, but then she I didn't like how she like was like yeah I called him I called in a favor because everybody was like oh I don't know how it happened it was like anonymously done or whatever I guess and and she's like well it was me and I was like Terry just let the moment be the moment yeah <laughs> Terry you gotta take credit for everything just let it be a Christmas miracle or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just let it be. Shit. Bird is pregnant. Mm-hmm. They have enough money to save the house. Uncle Pete is doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uncle Pete hang out outside with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Ahmad told us that soul food is very important because it means family. Mm-hmm. They have a garden too. They have like a family garden now. I think, yeah. And then Bird and Lim moved out. So I guess they just keep the house repeat and like to have dinner in. I guess I don't. I don't know who's like maintaining the structure. I mean, it's a nice house. It's a really nice. Yeah, somebody needs to move in there. Yeah, I mean, those houses are like million dollar houses probably now. So I mean, I'd keep it. But um, and yeah, and Terry and Max are are getting together, and even Faith is still there. They mentioned her. I don't know if she was there in the garden. That don't seem like her scene. (laughs) We done with Faith. She just a cut. It's over. They also mentioned that Miles comes around sometimes for dinner. I was like, that don't seem very healthy. No, he don't need to be there either. That seems, I mean, Faith is family, but like, Miles don't need to be there either. <laughs> and that, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, what did you think of it? I mean, I love this movie. Like, it's not like, like something, um, I mean, it's not like groundbreaking movie or whatever, but like, it's a good movie. It's like, it's still funny. Faith fucked my fan. Wait, no, the family fucked my husband is still hilarious and iconic. And I mean, for that scene alone, like, <laughs> but I would recommend this to people. I think it's like a good, like, like, like I said earlier, like with the, the, um, the movies that were made like in the late nineties that were like black movies. I feel like it fits in well with that grouping of movies. I, I mean. I would say that this is a movie that people should watch. If not just for like a good piece of like entertainment, like it doesn't have to be something like that you, I guess, relate to necessarily. Like if that's not your life, it's fine. But I think it's like a good sort of like inside slice of life for a family. And I think that it's like a nice, good, feel-good movie, I guess. It's not, you know, too... The drama, there's a lot of drama, but it's, like, entertaining drama. <laughs> like, it's not, like, yeah. downtrodden and, like, depressing and shit. So I would say people should watch it. If not for... At least for the banging-ass soundtrack, man. Like, at least, like, the soundtrack... The soundtrack was hit. Babyface did that. Yeah. He did. I... He did. He did that. Um, I liked it. Like mm-hmm. it was very entertaining. As I said, it was messy, and I appreciated mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it was. It's just something about, like you said, kind of like black movies from that particular era. It's just like mm-hmm. really comforting. It's like food for your soul. Like I feel like those kind of movies are soul food. Mm-hmm. Um, look at you so tying I in. Was, yeah, let's bring it back together. Soul food. <laughs> Um, so like yeah, it probably will be on Stars Black or Black Stars, like in the next Stars two, got three all weeks. the movies. Mm-hmm. Stars has all the movies. Like the black black stars or whatever, stars black, like you said, like that shit got everything. Cause there's a couple movies I'm like, oh, I've never seen that movie before. Or like I have seen that movie, but like it hasn't been for a long time and I can never find it anywhere. It's usually on stars. So if you have stars, mm-hmm. That's that's the plug for right now. <laughs> they need to get their shit together and put this on there. I don't know what that's about, but uh, it'll be there. It will eventually. It's probably just making its rounds through like the streaming system because it's basically <laughs> like a weird rat race to figure out what movies on what channel now. 
<laughs> basically, I have to have all the channels to fucking find a movie these days. Yeah. Um, if you do like want to watch this, I also kind of recommend that you check out Deliver Us from Eva. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this has like similar themes, like where you have like a it's kind of like a story told from Terry's perspective. Mm. Like that same type of character, except Liver Us from Eva is like more of a comedy. Um, so yeah, I would is, recommend is it. Eva, is Eva the Terry type? Yeah. Well, I've only, yes. I've, I've only seen like a scene from that movie. I can't remember. I didn't. The uptight sister who always yeah. like with all of the problems of her siblings, uh-huh. like her other sisters, and her brother-in-law's hater. Yeah, so, I think they, don't they, like, conspire, cons- conspire, conspire to, like, find her, like, a boyfriend or something so she won't be uptight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. Tr- some dick for her, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any recommendations for, like, a movie from this era, like, from, like, a similar type of movie. I think, uh... I don't know. The ones I can think of, I'm like, I'm not even know I don't even know if those are any good anymore. Like what were you thinking of? You know, like the grouping of movies that came out around the same time, like we mentioned earlier. I would not <laughs> Some of them have not aged well, you guys. Like they're good movies. Like they're entertaining movies, but they're not always like they always haven't in like like if you're a first time watcher, I guess I'm like a little bit hesitant. If you've seen these movies before, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wait, remember when we watched Players Club earlier this year? <laughs> yeah, that oh, was kind of like, oh, oh yeah, like oh no, like this is a good movie, but oh no, <laughs> we don't want to to like be scarred. But not like scarred, but like I don't know, like what movies came out around this time? So like there was, I mean, I can name like, like the ones. Love Jones, which I don't like, and Love and Basketball, The Wood. Uh, oh, um, The Best Man. That's I yes, think that's, uh, that's actually probably the closest in terms of drama. Yeah, that's also very messy. That is the messiest movie I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it's one of the messiest movies. I'm like, dang, is there anybody in this group of friends that hasn't seen each other naked? <laughs> <laughs> There really isn't. That's probably the one. Then I would pick that one of the of the group because I don't know if it's any good because I haven't watched the movie in like ten years or so. But I just remember watching it when I was young. It is. I just remember watching it when I was younger, and I've been like, "Girl, what? How is this getting so tangled?" And Nia Long's in that movie again too, right? Yes, of course she is. Yeah, oh, I love. Right. I remember, she oh needs- yeah because she's like she's like i want to make love to you tonight that was her big line and i was like oh lord <laughs> oh, this is so messy this is not no god of course because who was it who was in that movie a lot of people were in that movie isn't it like um it was, uh terrence howard Higgs, morris chestnut harold um Pinero. yeah um, Nia Long, Sanaa Lathan. Mm-hmm. Why can't um, I think of the guy who's in the Ebony from Ebony is yeah, she is in that movie. I forgot. You know what? 
you know Regina what Hall's in there. Did you did you mention Regina Hall? Yeah, she's a stripper. I forgot she's a stripper. There's a lot of horror <laughs> movie. But like now that you mentioned Tay Diggs, like Terry deserved a movie that's like how Terry got her groove back. Like she oh, deserved no. <laughs> and find oh. a bag. Oh God. I I just watched how Stella got her groove back like last year, earlier this year, I think. Oh my god. Angela Bassett is so pretty in that movie. Angela Bassett is pretty all the time, but Angela Bassett is so pretty in that movie. She's the best. She's she's, she's so deserving. She, she is needs all my fictional auntie because I say this all the time. <laughs> we grew up in the same town. She is from the same town I am. And I just like to just say that every time. Just come like, there's a possibility we can know each other. Our families might know each other. I don't think we do. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it just gives me comfort. And I feel it. You know, I just uh, like to tell people, like, <laughs> one day, one day, I mean, I don't think she'll ever be there again, but like, you know, you never know. Yeah. You know, keep hope alive. That's exactly what I was going to say. Keep hope alive. <laughs> That's all we, all we can do in these trying times. I, by some indirect no, way, know Angela Bassett, and that keeps me going when times get yeah. tough. <laughs> Okay, so um, you guys can find us online um, on Twitter at Black Girl Film Club, um, BLK Girl Film Club. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also visit blackgirlfilmclub.com. Or if you have like a movie you like us to talk about or like any questions or anything, you can email us at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. Um, Ashley, do you want to like share like a little bit about what we'll be doing next month? Uh, yeah. So I don't think we have a movie picked yet. I know we're going to do something with the, with, you know, the holidays. Um, but we're also going to be kind of going over, um, some of our favorite movies from this past year, like movies that we either saw this year that like came out in 2018 or, um, you know. Just things that we've watched like outside of the podcast because we're always both of us are always watching movies. If you follow any of us uh, or either of us on our individual Twitters, uh, you would kind of <laughs> have an idea. That's pretty much all we do. Um, so we have like some. I think we talked about like favorite re rewatches, uh, favorite like first watches. Um, I think we're going to talk about our favorite episodes that we've done um, out of the ones we've done this year, and just like a couple other cool fun things um so yeah i think it'll be kind of fun just to kind of see like what we've been watching like outside the podcast what we've been interested in um and i know that i know i need to get my categories together because or at least my picks for the categories because i watched a lot of damn movies this year yeah yeah i feel like i've seen quite a few i'm gonna spoil it oh god one of the best movies I've seen this year is Hereditary. So Brittany loves Hereditary <laughs> on every episode, but it's, I love it. Brittany and loves so, Hereditary. <laughs> I've only seen more- it once. Is it streaming somewhere like for free, or is it like not for free, but like like a I bought it. it? 
You bought it. Okay. That's why you've seen it like eight times or whatever. <laughs> I'm excited I'm about like, the one. <laughs> if I watch it one more time, I'll be on somebody's list. <laughs> I just said, I just saw it the one time when we went to see it in the theater. I haven't gotten to watch it again. I was going to get my mom to watch it and she was like, nah. So they kind of put a damper <laughs> on things. <laughs> so hopefully they'll put it like on like, um, I don't know, like HBO or something or Prime. Oh, yeah because it is i enjoyed it i know some people were like like this is so off topic but i know some people were like this is not like a horror movie because it's more like dread than like actual like scary images and i was like i feel like things that are unsettling that like kind of get into you like the like seep into your bones unsettling or just just as just as effective as a horror movie is like something where like it's a slasher because i think some people are like people really do assume that slashers are the only kind of horror movies that are like viable i guess or valid in the genre and i don't think that's fair i think like you can have like a kind of not necessarily like gore doesn't necessarily make a horror movie it could be the fact that you're, you know, your family members are up to some fucked up shit. <laughs> you didn't know until later. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Hereditary. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I I enjoyed that movie too, but yeah, I I have to I have to get my I have to get my things together because I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I I'm curious to see what you say. Did you say what? like so many good movies and i stay watching like <laughs> trash movies <laughs> i've been having like some bad luck lately i've been like dang i thought this is gonna be good and i watch i'm like what the fuck did i watch this for but i hopefully like this is like you know like the fall it really is the time when all the good movies to me at least come out because like you got like the sort of like the oscar contenders which i kind of enjoy more so i think because some sometimes they're fucking wild as shit so so there's a couple movies like widows is coming out next week i'm really excited i hope to watch that um asap because i feel like i'm waiting literally a year for the movie to come out (laughs) i forgot when the trailer came out but i'm like god damn it november i thought it came out in october and i was so pissed I didn't realize it was coming out this soon. Yeah, it's already out in the UK. I think it's because, like, uh, Steve McQueen and, like, uh, I guess if he's financing it through, like, a UK company or whatever, then probably that's what happened. But I'm like, God damn it, can you please, like, can we get some simultaneous releases one one of these days? I can't live like this. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah, that episode will be coming out in December. We're gonna do like a do like I think we're just gonna do like another one one episode thing. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, might break it up into like a two, so it's not like a super size episode. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. That's an editing question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for this week's episode. So thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, like feel free to add us on Twitter. Talk to us, you know. We will respond. We don't bite, and I promise I'm not super mean. Yeah, so I've I've been a little aggy lately, um, just because like the election and stuff. But like, you know, I'm, I'm chill for the most part. 
Just a, <laughs> just a little Aggie. Like, it's hard being in Texas, y'all. It's hard being everywhere in this raggedy country right now. But, like, it's real hard in Texas. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a stressful. <laughs> Tuesday was stressful. <laughs> I've been a little cranky on Twitter a little bit. So... <laughs> Oh, God, please stop telling Michelle Obama to run for president. Like, just stop. Stop yeah. it. Please stop. Leave her alone. Leave us alone. <laughs> big mama. We're not here to help you fix you, okay? Nobody is big mama anymore. We're not here to fix the, the fuck-ups that y'all have made repeatedly. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>